and welcome to Richmond Kickers Weekly. My name is Daryl Grove and I'm joined by a man who's on a two-game winning streak. His name is Taylor Rockwell. Hello. Hello. We're recording here in sunny Orlando. Yep. Uh, waiting for our, like basically about to schedule a lift to come to get us to the airport. Yep. Fingers crossed in time. Yep. So we are officially here for the MLS mm-hmm. All-Star Game, which just happened. But we're unofficially here because we like to visit yeah. the cities of vanquished opponents. Of course. Last week, the kickers beat Orlando City B. They mm-hmm. came here and beat Orlando City B. Yeah. Uh, and now the, I'm going home to Richmond, and Daryl is going straight to Toronto sure to am. hang out in what appeared to be a wheat field. <laughs> the, the one behind the one area behind the goal yeah. did need some cleaning up. It did, right? It made me appreciate actually the City Stadium, Richmond kickers, the large grass bank that the kids mm-hmm. can roll down. Yeah, the fact that that's just not like overgrown. Exactly, doesn't look good on TV. Toronto FC two doesn't it look doesn't. good on TV. But if you need to like show how maybe things aren't going well, I feel like you could easily assemble a tumbleweed to blow down <laughs> the uh, d- down the field if you needed to. So that's good. <laughs> Let's talk about the kickers. I suppose we should. Two wins in a mm-hmm. row. We have a new shape. I think the kickers are now a back three team. Are they? Yeah. Okay. I mean, two games in a row, right? I get confused and by it, these things. And it seems to be working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everybody's on their correct foot. Yeah. Which is not a thing that I necessarily expected to see them go, like, stick with the back three. I wasn't sure if that was going to be the shape or if that was a shape necessitated by some of, like, the injuries and yeah. situations they've had. But instead, here we are with the back three. And I think to your point about everybody on their right foot, or I guess in this case, their left well, foot. left foot plays on the left foot, right foot plays on the right foot. Exactly. Kind of the correct the foot would be the best way to put correct it. Foot. But yeah, here we have Scott Thompson playing left center back, which I think weird, is a right? move that had me a little bit nervous for the first 20 minutes or so, <laughs> but then it seemed like it worked out overall. And actually, this is, um, I think, since the start of this kicker's winning streak, mm-hmm. corresponds with some, what I would call, odd positional choices by David Bulow that yeah. to me don't make sense when you see them on paper, but do make sense when you see the game. And right. I'm talking about, for example, um, having uh, Moape and Bolduc, mm-hmm. who to me are absolutely wingers, yeah. playing as central midfielders. Mm-hmm. So that's been happening for the last two games. It and it's been working. And then Scott, Th- Scott Thompson, who's a left-back, right? He's an attacking left-back, a left-centre-back. The reason it does work, I think, in hindsight, is Ayo Akinola. Mm-hmm. He was the threat for Toronto yep. FC2, right? He's a US under-17 and under-20 player. He is not slow. Mm-mm. Scott Thompson is not slow. He's so rather not. than having, say, Magales try and chase him around and not be fast enough to catch him, get a faster guy in there and you at least match in Akinola pace for pace. Mm-hmm. So then he can't cause you trouble over the top. That'd be difficult. Is Scott Thompson that fast? Because I think of Scott Thompson. He's faster than Ivan Magales. Okay, I'll give I'll give you that. I think. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think. But you still see why I found this game particularly interesting is because you see the sort of kickers growing into it, but still mm-hmm. the experimentation may be causing them problems because to your point about maybe moving some people around, Ooh. we have we Josh Hughes. The first goal. Yeah, we have Josh Hughes playing as a, a left wing back, basically. Yeah. And uh, I think maybe, as you said, like usually more of a central midfielder, so here on the left wing, maybe more focused on the attack, less so on the defense. And so for that first goal, he's both like too far forward and maybe too far inside and that yeah, gives a lot of space out wide for Petrasso. And I wouldn't even say that it's like he was so focused on the attack. It's mm-hmm. more just his defensive positioning was wrong. Right. And he lets Petrasso get like yeah. wide and deep behind him. It's mm-hmm. almost like maybe he didn't check his shoulder and see him. I don't know how yeah. aware he was of Petrasso at all. Yeah. but And this is the, the like snowball effect that we talk about a lot of the times that as soon as Petrasso is open down that flank, now somebody has to put out that fire. It's not going to be Thompson because he's going to have to cover what, like 25 yards yeah. uh, in quick succession. So instead it's Braden Troyer who slides oh, out but now you have uh, no excuse me it's Scott Thompson who it slides is Scott out. Thompson yeah. yeah now you have but that leaves Okello 
like open in, in the middle of the box mm-hmm. who Scott Thompson had been marking. So now then uh, Josh Hughes has tried to get back, but again, he's already trying to cover that gap. He's already sort of out of position and uncertain of that position maybe a little bit. Yeah. So then he's not able to make a play. And so like one mistake in terms of positioning Dominoes. leads to another, leads to another, leads to another, leads to a goal. Yeah. Uh, and it's a well-taken goal by Cerbelli, but it probably is credit to Cerbelli, but also maybe criticism for the kickers for those yep. sort of moments of confusion. So it's a punch in the Cerbelli. Yes, the there we kickers. go. Well done. 1-0 down well done, after girl. 19 minutes. That's why they pay me the medium mm-hmm. books. Uh, but the kickers <laughs> bounce back and win this game 2-1. They do. And I think it starts with after this goal, uh, like you can see Josh Hughes start to be a bit more attentive to that left side. He yeah, stays yeah. a little he bit... He learned from his mistake. He does. Yeah. He stays back and he stays wide. He still has like the ability to get into the attack very quickly, and you see him doing that. That's definitely the winning goal. Exactly. It's a well, not yeah, quite I mean, from that narrative, I mean, he but, does, yeah. but yeah. But I think the thing for me was just more so that at times I, I I had to pause to be like, wait, hold on, is he playing left back now because he was tucked in? Oh, but, yeah. but, but that's the system, right? That's you, positive, right? Yeah. Sometimes you act, when you're left wing back, you mm-hmm. sometimes are left yeah. back essentially. But, but like, but then that allows the center backs to go out and make plays and kind of mm-hmm. go out and patrol and intercept balls, and that's exactly what happens for that first goal. It's oh, basically yeah. because they're in correct shape and in good dis- like discipline now uh Akwai can step out win a ball and then dribble forward and he aggressively dribbles without leaving a giant pocket of space behind uh-huh. because you have defensive cover so he wins the free kick mm. that i'm gonna say scott thompson scores from it's gonna go sure. down as a as an own goal yeah the keeper klinovsky yep. but i do want to focus on Akwai just for a sure. second the step is something we've seen a lot from Akwai mm-hmm. throughout the entire season right? it's one of the reasons i really like him as a center-back is that he steps aggressively but intelligently and yeah. r- almost always gets their first wins the ball but then often you see the kickers, once they have the ball, mm-hmm. there's the possession. There's like they play it backwards and they give it to the goalkeeper and they move it around and they do this and they do that, but they don't really go anywhere. Quite just drives forward. There was an, I like it. There was an element of like Thanos, I'll do it myself there. Of just like, <laughs> okay, fine. If you all aren't going to go driving forward and give me the options, I will just take it forward myself. Yeah. And, and I do like it that it's uh, like I kept expecting it to be somebody else, but it's not. It's Cerbelli who's with uh, Akwai, and then he stays with Akwai the whole way as they dribble, and it's kind of yeah, yeah. a few little moves and feints and hip, hip swivels from Akwai, but in the end, it's on the touchline. He gets kind of just clipped, taken out, and it's a free kick to the kickers. But yeah, it's the decisive run forward from Akwai that really sets this goal in motion. And speaking of a change of approach, mm-hmm. maybe, because again, like I said, Akwai doesn't like revert to a, a weird, like, nope. let's keep the ball possession thing. He just drives forward. Kickers have been I'm going to say criticized by mm-hmm. specifically members of the Red Army for taking short set pieces, yeah. corners and free kicks. They will, when, when given an opportunity to cross it into the box, they will like play a short pass and establish possession and try and build something. Mm-hmm. Instead, Scott Thompson, left-footed, goes over to send in what would be what a in-swinging, mm. uh, an in-swinging free kick. Like, yeah. just dangerous. Like, really, honestly, yeah. very un-Bulo, un just get mm. the ball in the box kind of thing, right? Uh, get we, it in the mixer. It's like, we, a, like England in the 80s. Well, we haven't talked to David <laughs> Bulo about this one. I would be curious... We've talked to him in a while, right? We mm. should get him on the show and talk I, to him. David, we, if you're listening, we'd love to get you in the office again. We've, we've sent some texts. Um, <laughs> but, but I would say this. I, I do wonder if, if it's uh, TFC2, if, because it's younger guys... If maybe there's an idea of we got the, we've got the height advantage, we're playing against 17-year-olds, we're 28-year-olds, mm. put the ball in the box and see what <laughs> happens. And it's certainly facilitated by the wind in this case. If you look behind it, you can see trees. This is where it's helpful that Toronto have no fans behind the, the, the goal. You can see the trees really blowing, yeah. but especially right as it's, that ball like, is struck, it, it picks like up. It was happening. <laughs> boo. I boo that <laughs> reference. <laughs> Sorry, was that the best thing? You, could, you couldn't just let it be wind in the trees. You had to find something. Sorry, I interrupted with a bad joke. Where, where were you going with oh, that? Oh, that was a joke? Yeah. <laughs> no, you have to sit in that now. 
And, uh, I was going with, you can see that the wind picks up as soon as that ball is struck. Right. And I think that also causes problems. Akwai does try to charge this. He does try to make a play. But I think really it's... He just, doesn't get a challenge before Klonofsky drops it, right? I mean, not really. He sort of like is running in the area of He's Klonofsky. in the vicinity. Maybe he hears footsteps, Klonofsky. But I think the bigger thing is just that he misjudges this. Maybe he's worried about like coming off of his line if he needs to. And so he takes a step forward. But he backpedals a little bit. But in the end, he really should do better than this one. I think he, he just... hands to it. Right? Yeah. I thought he caught it. I keep he watching him thinking, oh, he's got it. And he keeps dropping it behind him. It's it probably... I mean, I am no goalkeeping expert, but it's probably a series of small poor decisions that like I think he steps off of his line and then he shouldn't have so now he's stepping backwards then he's jumping up as the ball is kind of curving in with a decent amount of velocity in the wind to it Mm -hmm. and then I think the bigger thing is that he goes to catch it and if you're kind of moving backwards and trying to catch a ball like you're going to be going backwards catching that ball one um, interesting Mm -hmm. debate point here why isn't this a goal for Scott Thompson like isn't the cross on target and Klonofsky drops it in because um, that's the rule. The rule with own goals is right. If the shot's originally on mm-hmm. target, it doesn't matter what happens in between. It goes to the guy, the, the attacking player that struck the ball. If it's off target and not going in, and a defender intervenes and sends it into their own goal, mm-hmm. uh, then it becomes an own goal. So is that what happened here? No, it's not. Kl- Klonowski catches the ball, and so I think that's where it becomes oh, an own goal. Is he catches see, the ball see, see. and then he has to scramble because he then drops it, and so in scrambling he basically throws it into his own net. Because oh, okay. if you watch, the ball ends up in the like like if you're looking at the goal, if you're facing the goal, if you're the kicker's player, the ball ends up in like the right side netting. Klonowski ends up in the left side netting because he's trying to like throw it out of the goal as dramatically as he can. Oh, so he's, kind of he established possession essentially yeah, exactly. is why it becomes a Klonowski own goal. Exactly. All right. All right, and then we get to half time. It's one mm-hmm. one. Then just after half time, yeah. um, it becomes. 2-1 Richmond kickers uh, when they win a penalty kick Joe Giardo's penalty kick is saved by Klonofsky mm-hmm. uh, Josh Hughes comes out of camera shot <laughs> yeah right <laughs> maybe they couldn't see him because maybe all the Toronto City players were watching the camera and not the player <laughs> uh, but he <laughs> comes from out of shot um, and scores the revenge yes. the cameras are too low at the Toronto yes. FC2 stadium I'd like to talk about the build up to the penalty sure. kick and, and how we won it really nice run in behind from Mwape correct yes absolutely but again it's decisive play from the kickers because it's a good it, even going back further it's like a good kind of combination play it's good dribbling from uh, Lockerbie but in the end it basically is a, a misplaced ball by, T- by TFC that's kind of played to the middle of the field maybe for a player but Shinovsky makes a 10 yard step intercepts the ball and now because Toronto I think think they have an opportunity counterattack they've moved some numbers forward mm-hmm. and I think Mwape is aware to that and has kind of checked in to show for the ball and then realizes like oh their back line is a little bit erratic I can it's make gap, a big right? run he exploits the gap runs yep. in behind is it Shinovsky I thought it was Thompson that uh, plays the ball in oh it might be Thompson you're right yeah. I think I just wanted to be Shinovsky because he had a few moments of uh uh, dramatic error in this game, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, here I, I Would believe you like it is. Passing, right? It's definitely yeah. Thompson. Yeah, you it is got definitely it right. Thompson. Okay, mm-hmm. what I really like about I it is <laughs> it's in behind, but there seems to be at least a little bit of backspin on it, so that when it lands, yeah. it doesn't roll through to the keeper or roll out to the mm-hmm. to the end line. It like holds up just yep. enough for Moape to run onto it. Mm-hmm. Then I like what Moape does next. He fakes to shoot, right? And he really sort of properly sells the fake as mm-hmm. I am hitting this left footed everybody watch out and instead he cuts back cuts back across yeah. falls at Toronto FC defence squares it to Joe Gallardo I think unfortunately there's, there is a little bit of a touch from a Toronto defender because I was with you I was like oh he cuts it back and then he squares the ball and I think he cuts it back and then tries to take a touch and a TFC player makes a play on the ball but I guess if you want to save it that way, you could say that. But even then, Mwape is alive to the ball and is then able yeah. to get on the end of it even after there is a little bit of interference from a TFC player. Yeah. Plays in Gallardo. Gallardo obviously clipped, obviously kind of shoved in the back at the same time. Double. Should you be could, two penalties. You should be three one. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but Mohammed, the fact that he he tries it's to Muhammad, do these yeah. sort of like the like 
oh, I'm dejected, like, this is such a bad call stance, but really it just looks more of a, like, yeah, I'm caught. Yeah, the face, because the, there's a little close-up of him, right? Yeah. And it's, it, his face is, oh, I did bad. Yeah. I did and, a bad thing. And I guess if we want to be a little bit negative for a moment, I would say, speaking of uh, doing bad, I would say Gallardo hits this penalty in about the worst spot you can. It is, like, off the ground, but it is not far enough away from the keeper to be, like, a difficult save to make. He basically yeah, yeah. puts it in the position that if a keeper dives to the right side, or mm-hmm. to the correct side, I should say, he's going to make that save, and that's exactly what happens. I would say credit to Gallardo for hitting it as hard as he does, which is why I think Klonowski isn't able to like catch the ball or push it wide. He can only kind of block it, and that's why it spills to uh, Josh Hughes. Gallardo does try to make a play, but I think because it's kind of like he's running through after his initial strike, he's then sort of reacting to it as opposed yeah. to being proactive with it. So does he, he can't it? get it. Does he think he gets a shout from Hughes, or does Gallardo just completely miss it, and he's it, lucky that Hughes is coming in like Han Solo yeah. at the end of Star Wars? <laughs> Spoiler alert. That's a, that's, a, there's a good, that's a better reference. <laughs> <laughs> you make that reference, not happening references. But yeah, maybe he gets that shout. But I think, it's, I think it is also because his momentum is carrying him forward mm-hmm. and now the ball is moving behind him. At best, he's going to be able to like take a touch and then probably take another touch and get the shot off. Yeah. So even if Hughes doesn't shout for it, we're going to say he does. And that's why this ball ends up in the net. <laughs> and it finishes 2-1 mm-hmm. Richmond Kickers. Like I said, two-game winning streak. Yeah. Whole new shape. I think a slightly different, more direct style of play mm-hmm. seems to be paying some dividends. But the kickers are still ninth out of 10 teams. It feels bad to say ninth, right? Because yes. you, you can imagine maybe there's 20 teams in the as league. Opposed to second bottom. As opposed yeah. to second bottom. Now, five points clear of Orlando City B, but still five points behind Toronto FC 2, despite this victory over them. Mm-hmm. Up next, the kickers have no game this weekend, so they won't have a chance to uh, to catch up uh, this weekend. Uh, but on August tenth, August tenth, kickers will be away to Forward Madison FC. First game ever against Forward Madison FC. Yep. USL of this is the matchup they didn't want to happen. They've been <laughs> they've they been put it off for as long this. as they could, but now we're finally getting it. And the next time kickers are back at City Stadium is Saturday, August the seventeenth against. Toronto FC two, Toronto FC two. Come and look at our nice, uh, our nice green bank. And then I think if, no if, tumbleweeds. If no not, tumbleweeds. If not the game at home against Toronto, like the game after the game against Toronto, I think it, it's like right after that one is uh, Ford Madison at home. So oh, it's a weird away. No, we go back away to Ford Madison. So it's so it's Toronto away, Ford Madison away, Toronto at home, Ford Madison away. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And then Madison is at home at some point. I would assume. I think the, that's how it has the to date work. For that is September fourteenth. I'm, I'm guessing we'll do some shows in between now and then. Oh, yeah. We, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> one a week there uh, won't be a Richmond Kickers Weekly next week because uh, there's no game mm-hmm. so that just means the winning streak stays alive for a week longer there we go <laughs> alright so victoriously we'll say thank you for listening to Richmond Kickers Weekly let's have a celebratory chant from the Red Army to play us out oh, yeah.